This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. God is good. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you today about the faithfulness of God. You know, we're, we're, our, our theme this month is, and your household. And uh, I'll, I'll just uh, read Acts 16.31. This is our main scripture for this series. Paul, speaking to the jailer, said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Now, there's a promise of God that we need to latch hold to, isn't it? We need to grab hold of it. We need to make it ours. Amen. And, you know, last week we, uh, we, we talked about this, introduced the subject, and we filled out, uh, uh, we had some handouts there where you filled out names of your household, and we prayed over them. We're going to pray over them, continue to pray over them till every one of them comes into the kingdom. Amen. I'm telling you, if we just get our household saved, we'd have to go to a second service, wouldn't we? <laughs> That's just our household. Amen? Those who are around us. So, but I do want to talk to you about the faithfulness of God. Because here's the thing. When God makes a promise, I'm going to tell you, you know, you used to have a saying, you know, when somebody's word was good, say, man, you can take it to the bank. I mean, you can cash that one in. That, that's good. I mean, they, their check's good. God's check is good. I'm telling you, you can cash it in. And when he says that you and your household shall be saved, well, I want to tell you what, we need to grab hold of that. And the thing that's underneath this is the faithfulness of God. You know, faithfulness, that's just one of the divine attributes of God. He is faithful. He is faithful. And, you know, He wants to reproduce that in us. But first we have to be absolutely uh, convinced, fully persuaded, if you will, of God's faithfulness to us. Amen? Deuteronomy 7, 9, it says, Understand, therefore that the Lord your God is indeed God. Man, that's the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs says, isn't it? (laughs) He is the faithful God. Boy, you ought to remember that. He is the faithful God. A God who keeps His covenant for a thousand generations. Wow, that's a long time. And lavishes. Oh, I like that word, don't you? I like the word lavish. I just like saying it. Lavish. Say that with me. Lavish. Doesn't that feel good just to say that? I mean, it says about Solomon's uh, palace, it was lavishly appointed. The temple was lavishly appointed with gold and silver, precious stone. I like that, don't you? Lavish. God, God, see, God's not stingy. You know, I've been to, you probably have too, I've been to uh, South America and Europe as well where some of the really uh, 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 old uh, churches were built. I mean, you know, just cathedrals, just 
you know, built in the Middle Ages or during the Renaissance time, and you go in there, and they've got that up at the, you know, in the front of the nave, they've got that ornate front up there. Usually they've got all kind of, you know, the apostles up there and different things, and that whole thing covered, it's covered in gold leaf. Lavish. Come on. Isn't it funny? Nobody, you, you know, you don't ever hear anybody complaining about that. But let a full gospel church, you know, get a new building. Lavishes unfailing love on those who love Him and obey His commands. So here's the thing. God wants to lavish His love on you. He wants to lavish His love on your family. Amen. He is the faithful God. Let's say that together. He is the faithful God. And you need to remind yourself of that because sometimes the devil and circumstances want to tell you different, don't they? Where's your God now? Yakety, 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 yak. Of course, I know everything's... Y'all got to have been having a good... This past month's got to have been really good because all the devils have been at my house. <laughs> but what I'm telling you, I've been fighting them tooth and toenail. <laughs> so, you know what I mean by that? Hallelujah. I got the victory too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Faithfulness is defined as being true to your word and commitments. Being true to your word and commitments. This is who God is. If He said it, He's, he's going to be faithful to do it. Once He makes, he's, once the word goes out of His mouth, that's it. He's committed to it. He's committed to His word. When you are living your life based upon His Word, then you got all kinds of confidence because you know God's committed to His Word. No Word of God is void of power. He says, so shall my Word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return to me void. That's a commitment, isn't it? But it shall accomplish that to which I sent it. Amen? And so He sent this promise for our household's salvation. So it will not return void. God is committed to it. If we'll commit to God's Word, He is committed to bring it to pass in our life because He is the faithful God. Amen. So it also means dedicated and steadfast in performing one's duty. If God said it, He's going to do it. He's going to perform it. He's steadfast. He's steadfast. Do you know, you know someone who, who has that quality, that faithfulness? Man, I'm telling you, what a blessing they are. If you've got a brother or sister like that, you know, you've got a friend like that that's a faithful person in the Lord, oh, what a joy it is, isn't it? What a blessing they are. You know you can count on them. Thick and thin, good times, bad times, at your worst, at your best, and everywhere in between, they're going to be there. They're going, to be, they're going to be ready to pray. They're going to be ready to encourage you. They're going to be ready to stand with you, aren't they? That's, who, that's what God's about, even more so. He is the faithful God. Now, let me just, I want to touch on just some, uh, uh, it, of course, we say this a quality of character, salt, and highly prized by God. God loves a faithful person. Oh, I'm telling you. We, you know, we sit, mentioned this last week, you know, one of the rewards of faithfulness. He said, the faithful man will abound with blessing. The faithful person will abound with blessing. There's a reward for faithfulness. 
but even more than the reward is the joy you bring. We bring the heart of God when we cultivate this faithfulness in us because it is a reflection of Him. Amen? I mean, you can be counted on. doesn't matter if the weather's hot or if the weather's cold, if it's convenient, if it's inconvenient. Amen? <laughs> Tough times, good times, in between times. I mean, you know, a faithful person, you can count on them. They're steadfast. That's who God is. But some of the attributes <clears throat> associated with faithfulness, trustworthy. Trustworthy. Wow. God is trustworthy. He's worthy of our trust. You can trust Him with your life. You can trust Him with your family. You can trust Him with your finances. You can trust Him with your eternity. He is trustworthy. That's one of the attributes of a faithful person and the faithful God that we have. He's trustworthy. Man, I'm telling you, He's trustworthy. You can depend on Him no matter what. Amen? You know somebody like that that's trustworthy? Another believer, a Christian, that is trustworthy? I mean, you trust, you would. You would trust them with your life. You would trust them with your money. Boy, that's, that's getting on out there for most people. I might trust them with my life before I trust them with my money. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, I'll see you hand that checkbook, that, that, that bank card over to somebody, yeah. <laughs> you go to check it, and it's been run up to the limit. No, I'm a, you know, we, we, we have to get real about this. You know, is God trustworthy? He's a faithful God. Can you trust Him with your household, with your family? If He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you and your household shall be saved, can we trust Him with that? Because really, I mean, what under God, what's more important than your family? Not our money, not our car, not our furniture, none of that. We gladly give all that for our family. I'd thank nothing about it. So you, under God, you're, this is the most, most valuable blessing that God has given you. And, you know, he said, you can trust me. I'm trustworthy. Amen. You know, Proverbs 25, 13 says that, uh, I want to read that over there. 25, 13. Talking about a faithful messenger. Psalm. No wonder that didn't look right. Let me get over there and write book. He says, like a snow-cooled drink at harvest time is a trustworthy messenger to those, to the one who sends him. He refreshes the spirit of his master. Wow. Sounds good, doesn't it? A, a trustworthy, a faithful person. He refreshes. He refreshes. This is what it's about. Joshua 23, Joshua said this. He said, I'm now I'm going about the way of all the earth. And you know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Wow. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. What a testimony. 
Boy, I'd like, that's the kind of testimony I would like to have. I can say not one promise, not one promise that God made to me has failed. That's why, that, listen, this is old covenant. The Bible says we have a better covenant. This is the trustworthy God we're talking about. If we will dare to do our part, what do you say? Believe. Then God, who is the trustworthy and faithful God, He will be committed. And just like Joshua, we can say not one promise, including this one for our household, has failed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The, another one is perseverance. A faithfulness, one of the attributes of faithfulness is perseverance. You know, we, we talked about, you know, last week we, we talked about how the old saints uh, many years ago used to refer to the Holy Spirit as the hound of heaven. He just gets on you, after you, and he just is unrelenting. He's unrelenting. Listen, how many of you know the devil never takes a day off? Well, I got good news for you. Neither does the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He don't take time off. He don't ever get tired. He never gets weary. Amen. He's always got time for you. Hello. He's never too busy that he doesn't have time for you. He's, he's on 24-7. He, he, he is, God is a persevering God. The Holy Spirit. Listen, once you start believing for your household, you start praying for your household. Listen, the hound of heaven, the Holy Spirit of God, he starts working in their life. Oh, man, I'm telling you, he, he'll work at the office. He'll work at the bar if they're in the bar. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will go to bars. Now, I know y'all wouldn't because, you know, you're holy. But the Holy Spirit will show up at a bar. I know that's true because he worked on me and them. The Holy Spirit, will, you know, he'll show up at your drug party. Oh, yeah. I'm saying this because, you know, we think, oh, the Holy, listen, the Holy Spirit can work everywhere. The key is, you know, can we trust him? He, he will persevere. He will stay after them. If we don't give up, he certainly won't give up. So if we'll be faithful, we know he's faithful. So we just, I'm not going to give up on my family members. I'm just not going to do it. As long as I'm here, as long as i got a breath in my body, I'm going to believe. I'm going to be standing in the gap for them because we have a trustworthy, persevering God who loves them. Amen. Because he is the, that's it. Then it's kind of weak over on this side. He is the, there you go. You know, it's good to participate because, you know, you start saying it and it gets down, gets down inside you. Isn't that right? You know, in ministry, uh, of course, uh, in, 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 in ministry many times, you know, most of the time, especially if you're, uh, you know, you're pastoring a church or something, you're so dependent on faithful people. It's absolutely the truth. If I had to do it all by myself, man, we'd be, we'd be in a mess. It takes faithful people like you and others, some that are watching online this morning. It takes faithful people. It takes faithful people to persevere. Amen? 
Man, I came pastor five years ago, and in five years' time, listen, we, we've, we've sold a building, a portable church, then we bought a building, then two years of pandemic. Wouldn't you like to start out your ministry that way? That's a bit of a challenge, believe me, for this boy anyway, maybe not for you. But, you know, without faithful people like yourselves and others, faithful people, you know, you, you can't do it. You know, the church wouldn't be here without faithful people. You know, why? Because you had perseverance, you know. When you're going through a portable, as a portable church, that's not an easy thing to do. You've got to set up and break down every Sunday, every Sunday. And it's amazing. It seems like, you know, I'm just speaking for myself, but it seemed like when we, as a portable church, it seemed like those Sundays sure came quicker than ever before. I don't, it always seemed like the shortest week, Brother Mike. I mean, we just did this, didn't we? I felt like that old commercial with the, you know, the donut man, you know, meets himself coming. And, of course, those of you who went through it with us, you know what we're talking about. You having to set up and do stuff and take down and, you know. But, you know, because of faithfulness, we persevere. So that same quality, you know, use that same quality for your household salvation. We're going to believe in the faithful God, and, you know, we're going to be faithful right along with Him. We're going to see our whole household saved and come into the kingdom. Amen? You know, isn't that a, wouldn't that be a great testimony at the end of your days, you know, and, you know, you've gone on to be with the Lord, and, you know, they're having your memorial service, and they can get up and say, you know what? And I could say a lot of good things about this sister or this brother, but you know what? They were faithful. They were trustworthy. You could count on them. It didn't matter. You know, good times, bad times, convenient, inconvenient, it didn't matter. You could count on them. And, you know, and I want God to, I want to be that kind of servant to God, don't you? I know you do. God wants you and I to be able to say that. He says, persevere in your believing. So don't, don't give up. Don't give up. Amen? I'll read you it. Scripture from 1 Kings chapter 8. It says, Praise be to the Lord who has given rest to His people Israel, just as He promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises He gave through His servant Moses. So this next attribute is reliable. You can rely on your God. You can rely on His promise. He is not a man that He should lie. If he said it, he will certainly perform it. And he certainly can perform it. Because with our God, nothing is impossible. Amen. You may look at a family member and you think, boy, I'm telling you, how in the world I cannot even wrap my head around how God's going to do this. I'm just believing he's going to do it. You know, it, it was a few of us that was in that position. Some years ago, boy, I'll tell you, I was not the most probable candidate. But God has a way of redeeming, of working in people. You know? I mean, you know, I mean, he saved my drug dealer just so he could witness to me. Go figure that one. <laughs> you know, we used to, after after Tony got saved, we, we used to say, "Tony, just he's too many drugs. <laughs> he's off on this Jesus kick, and he's just done too many drugs. He says he burn out, man. He burn out. 
You know what I'm talking about? You come out of that culture too. But I mean, God's just got a way of working in your family members. I remember being at a drug party. He used, I mean, you know, I grew up in a small town. You know, in a small town, you, you know, you start out in grammar school and you go all the way through high school, graduate with the same group of people. Anybody experience that? Maybe not in a big city, but in a little town, you did that. I mean, you know, I, you know we, I moved to the small town, and I mean, it's small now, and it was even smaller than some years ago. <clears throat> <laughs> so, you know, you you know, we moved there uh, in the third grade. So third grade all the way through. I mean, you played you played on the same teams together. You went to school together. You did, I mean, you know, everything. So you know, we're 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 all in this in this drugs stuff together. And we're at this party out on out on the lake uh, at a party, and they must. I mean, you know, there's probably 150 people there. You know, drinking, smoking, dropping. Hey, I, I'm not proud of it, but I want you to, I, I'm making a point about the faithfulness of God, how he can work in your life. Well, one of my best friends there, you know, we were there talking, you know, and, you know, and me and this other guy, we got in our, we, we were debating about whether God existed or not. You know, you, you get into some heavy conversations in those days. You don't know what you're talking about, but you talk anyway, you know. So anyway, we, you know. And so at the end of that, my friend said, you know what? He said, he said, if I believe what you believed, he said, I wouldn't be here. As far as I know, he never got saved. And I could tell you story after story that summer about different things like that. But God has a way of reaching people, of reaching people, even when it looks like there's no way. And I, I, I can't possibly see how God could reach this person. They're just too far gone. They're just, they may end up being used by God. Amen. He that's forgiven much, Jesus said, loves much, right? Amen. Reliable. You can count on the God's promise. What he said, he's going to do it. He said, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness through all generations. What are you saying about the promise of God? What are you saying about God? With your mouth are you making known His faithfulness or something else? Well, I'll tell you what. I just don't see anything happening. I don't see how they can possibly. I don't see how God. I think they're just too far gone. They're just, I mean, man, they, look at them. Look at the way they're acting. Look at the way they're living. I mean, you know, they're shacked up over there together. With, you know, they're never going to make it. They're, God can't. They're no good. They're just bad seed. Is that what he said? That's not what we're supposed to be saying over our loved ones. Listen, the devil's working 24-7. He don't need a helper. Hello? Anybody home? <laughs> he don't need a helper. We need to be saying what the psalmist said here. He said, I'm going to sing of the Lord's great love forever. Not only love for me, but love for that loved one. He loves them. With my mouth, I'm going to make known your faithfulness. Not their mess they're in. I'm going to speak God's faithfulness over them. I'm going to declare, you cannot escape 
the faithfulness of God. You cannot escape the love of God. You cannot escape the hound of heaven. You cannot escape the prayers I'm praying. There's no way. I don't care where you go. I don't care how drunk you get, how high you get. You can't get away from it. That's what we need to be staying because one of the attributes, the last one we're going to mention here is steadfastness. Steadfastness. I'm not, we just sang this morning, I'm not moved by what I see. Well, you know, that's got to be true Monday through Saturday as well as Sunday morning. I don't live by what I feel. Lord of mercy. I live by what I feel. I'd be home today. Amen. Paul said, let the weak say I'm strong. Amen. That's what we're saying. We're going to speak that over our family. They look, you know what I'm going to say? They're strong. They're strong. God's grace is strong. God's grace is more than enough. Because we're sending abound. Grace does much more abound. So what are we saying? Steadfast. Be steadfast in your believing. Guard the words of your mouth. They need your help. They need your help. You're their lifeline. Amen? Because, see, we talked about it last week. That there's a connection there because they're in my family, I have, I have a connection there that God will honor when I begin to pray and believe and speak God's Word over them. Throw them a lifeline, not an anchor. Amen. <laughs> okay. You know, I could tell you so many stories about God's faithfulness for our family. You know, you've heard the story. You know, we just got back from the uh, Argentina on the mission field. <clears throat> you know, I mean, you know, when you get back. Now, you, you have to understand, when I say we went on the mission field, we didn't have some big organization, you know, giving us a salary. Would that we did. I wouldn't be against that, but we didn't have that. <laughs> we went out by faith. Uh, yeah, we did. And, you know, so we, we came back off the mission field. You know, when you come back, you know, here's the thing. When we left to go on the mission field, we either gave away or sold everything we owned here. So we believed God, and we got a house, and we got it furnished. But when we came back, guess what? We gave away everything we had there. So when you get here, guess what you got? Amen. And, and you know, there ain't going to be no direct deposit coming in. Hello, except what you can believe for. I'm, I'm just I'm painting a picture because I'm telling I'm talking about the faithfulness of God. I, you know, I've been there. So we're we're home. We got three small kids. We're at home. Well, I say we're home. We don't really own a home, but anyway, we got an apartment, a little apartment. So you know, so uh, in the process of time, uh, Cindy gets diagnosed with cancer. We have no insurance. We have no money in the bank to speak of. <laughs> Listen, I can remember when Cindy buy groceries two days at a time. Then we believe for the next two days. 
Some of y'all, man, if y'all been, y'all would have backslid so bad. You say, I want to live by faith. Okay. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. You might get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just painting a picture, not for you to feel sorry for me. But, you know, so I'm just saying, you know, we're in that. So, so she's diagnosed with cancer, you know. I'm coming home from work. A guy at rush hour out on Carmichael Road comes out with one of these big old, you know, these big old trucks, you know, it's got the big tires and a big old grill on. He comes in and hits me so hard it flips my car over upside down, totals the car out. So now we have no car. No insurance. No money. And Cindy's diagnosed with cancer. Well, that's about the time you don't need to figure out whether or not God's faithful or not. You better know something, hadn't you? But anyway, make a long story short, you know, God restored everything. He, of course, Cindy's been healed now. How long has it been? It's been uh, 25 years? No. Almost 30 years. We've got to figure it out. 94 to now, how, how long ago was that? 93 to now? 29, Brother Bruce got 29 years, almost 30 years. So she's free. And listen, God, God supernaturally paid all, her, all the bills for that, provided everything for it. I mean everything. All we had to pay, we had one payment that we had to make of $1,000, and God provided, somebody gave, gave us $1,000 to pay for that. Amen. We got a car back, got, a, got another car, and from that time we went forward, and it wasn't what, a year later we bought our first house, and so we just been, you know, go, I, and I can tell you a lot of other stories. But I'm just sharing that with you because, listen, God's faithful. You know, I want you to know, you know, what we're sharing with you, you know, this is, this is, this is how we live. This is what we know. He is a faithful God. And I know that many of you have probably testimonies even greater than that that you could share but God is faithful he will see you through in every situation never doubt it his promise is true and especially for your household salvation amen in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 17 it says because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised he confirmed it with an oath God did this so by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible for God to lie. You and your household shall be saved. It is impossible for God to lie. That means if we will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for our family, they shall be saved. It's impossible. For them not to be. I mean, if God has to send an angel down, whatever he has to do, that's, that's, that's God's part, but whatever he has to do, he can do it. He will do it. Amen? It's impossible for God to die. We who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us, don't let go of your hope. One of the things about faithfulness is, you know, it, it has a hope that just will not let go. I'm not letting go. I don't care, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. God said it. I believe it. God's working. I will not be denied. God's promise is true. God cannot lie. God is a faithful God. God is a loving God. God is for me. He's for my family. I will not let go. Amen. 
That's the, that's the attitude of a faithful person. He said, we fled hope to, to take hold of the hope set before us, may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. We've got the promise of God, church. We've got the promise of God. We've got the knowledge that our God is the faithful God. He's faithful. He's faithful. Whatever you're, you're facing, not only for your household salvation, but whatever you may be facing today, I'm telling you, he, he is, He's the God of escapes. He's the God of salvation. He's the God of deliverance. He's the God of healing. He's the God of provision. He can make a way where there is no way. Amen? Man, He can put a door right through that wall. I mean, after all, He says, he says I am the door. Right? <laughs> so wherever He's at, he, you got a door. you got a doorway because He also is the way. <laughs> Hallelujah, I like that. He is the doorway for your escape. He is a faithful God. Let me give you some action points, and then we're going to pray for our, our household again today, our household salvation. Let me just, again, I exhort you, continue to pray. Amen. We are standing in the gap, like Ezekiel twenty two thirty says, we're standing in the gap for our family members. Amen. And the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous person avails much. It releases great power, effective in its working. When you pray, heaven moves. The angels move. The Holy Spirit begins to move. Hallelujah. We need to understand how important our prayers are because a faithful God is listening. Declare God's promise over your family. Declare God's promise over your family. You know, use the name of Jesus. Come against the spiritual strongholds you see that may be blinding and binding them. It might be drugs. It might be alcohol. It might, it might be something else. It might be greed. It might be their career. It might be just the love of, of things, the love of money. It could be any number of things. But you, the Holy Spirit will show you, and you can take. He said, whatever you bind on the earth, he said, will be bound in the heavenlies. So you take and use your authority in the name of Jesus and break the power of that thing. You can do that right from your, your prayer closet. Amen? You remember when the centurion came to Jesus? Jesus was going to go heal his servant. He said, you don't need to do that, Lord. He said, just speak the word only. Just speak the word only. He sent His Word and healed them, delivered them from their destruction. You can do the same thing. And then ask the Holy Spirit to show you ways you can testify to God's faithfulness to your family. Maybe in a conversation, somebody, something comes up about a situation. Man, you can just say, well, I'll tell you what, this, this is how God... Uh, let me tell you, see, just like that, the testimony I shared with you in brief, I share that with my family. Of course, my family's saved. They love it. But, you know, you can share that with your family, and they can, they can hem and haul all they want to about it, but, you know, they can't deny it. They can argue theology. They can't argue testimony. Amen? Man, I mean, we're living proof of it. <laughs> Amen? Absolutely. So ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me be aware of how I can share my testimony 
You know, not in a braggadocious way, except bragging on God. Bragging on the faithfulness of God. You know, because I tell people, look, if God would do that for me, God will do that for you. Holy cow. Listen, I'm always amazed God does anything for me. I'm like, wow. I, I mean, I know, you know, when y'all came to the Lord, you did him a favor. But he didn't get any favors with me. He just got to work. And it's, a, it's an ongoing work. <laughs> He's still working on me. So what we're going to do right now is I want us to pray for our family members. If you, haven't, if you didn't get a chance to write the names down, I don't know if we still... Do we have any of those forms, uh, Brother Tim? If you just raise your hand, if you want one, to write down any names, and we'll put it up here and we'll continue to pray over it. Not just on Sundays, but at other times right up here. They're going to get them. Hang on. Brother Tim, right up here. Brother Mike and his family. Oh, right there too. If you're, those of you watching online, while we're handing this out, if you haven't written down the names of loved ones, why don't you take just a moment there, find you a pencil and a piece of paper, and right here on this row, Tim. Get you a pencil and a piece of paper and just jot it down, you know, and keep them there. Maybe stick it in your Bible or somewhere where you'll, you'll know where it is. Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, Father. We'll give you just a moment there if you want to jot down some names, and then we're going to pray together over them. Hallelujah. Anybody got it? Yes, sure. Don't give up. Or if you, you gave up two days before. He sure is. Thank you for sharing that, Mike. That's beautiful. Everybody hear that? Amen. Amen. And I know, how many others could testify about the faithfulness of God? I know hands all over the place. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're going to pray now. If you're writing down names, you just continue to write them down. We're going to pray, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take these up as a point of contact right here. If you're holding your names in your hand, that's fine. If not, if you want to, you can stretch your hand up this way. We're just going to pray over all these. Now, Father, as I lay my hands on these as a point of faith, we stretch our hands as a point of faith. Lord, there are names, many, many names on these papers here. But, Father, they're more than names to you. They are people living and breathing, made in your image people for whom Jesus died for. Lord, you know the very hairs on their head. You know all that's going on in their lives. And you love them with an everlasting love. You are the faithful God who will not have anyone perish. So, Father, we pray for our family members right now. We come against every work of darkness that is working against their lives. In the name of Jesus, devil, take your hands off our family members. We break your power in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our family members. We say we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and our household shall be saved in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, send labors by their path. Send labors by their path. 
Father, to speak words of, of salvation, words of grace, words of love, words that will open their heart to your great salvation, O oh God. Father, I thank you. You will use us. Help us to have a discerning heart and a tender heart toward our family members. Non-judgmental, non-condemnation. Father, but pointing them to Jesus. Pointing them to Jesus. Father, as you opened the heart of Lydia when Paul preached there at Philippi, Father, open the hearts of our family members as they hear your gospel. Thank you, Father God. Thank you that the Holy Spirit, you are at work in our family members. Holy Spirit, work in their lives. Work in their lives. Wherever they are, they may be in the bar, they may be at the office, wherever they are, you're going to work in their lives. Hound of heaven, you're going to work in their lives to bring them to salvation in the name of Jesus. We claim them. Devil, you cannot have our family members in the name of Jesus. You cannot have them. You shall not have them. They shall be saved. They shall be saved. Oh, we call those things that be not as other were. They shall be saved. Our household shall be saved. Thank you, Father. We shall see it in our day. We shall see it in our day. In the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Well, give God a shout. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Household salvation. Hallelujah. God is good. He is the faithful God. Say that again with me. He is the faithful God. Yes. And He's going to lavish his mercy and grace upon our household. Oh, hallelujah. Man, some of them will become firebrands for God. Woo! You know, I found out people that are 100% for the devil, they get saved. Boy, I'm telling you, they're 110% for God. Amen? Because, you know, when I was in the world, I didn't care what nobody thought. You know, and I didn't care to hear what you thought. <laughs> This is the way we were. But you know, as you come to God, you know, you do care what people think, but not in the sense of, you know, I'm going all out for God. Amen. And I know you are too. Let me make one announcement, then we're going to dismiss you. Hey, you're getting out early today. Man, I need to go, but no, I'm just kidding. We have, I just want to announce, there's a work day scheduled for March 26th. That's a Saturday from 9 to noon here. Uh, we got... Uh, you know, I want to get things spruced up. Spring's coming. I know it didn't feel like it this weekend, but spring's coming. Uh, and Easter's just around the corner. And we want to get everything looking wonderful for Easter. And also, we're going to be hosting a minister's luncheon and conference here uh, also in April. So we want to get, you know, we want to put our best foot forward. We want to, uh, you know, get things uh, tidied up. And as I said before, you know, we are so dependent on the faithfulness of you guys you know, on our work days as well as at other things that you do, uh, you know. So when we show up, we can get a lot done in three hours. So if you can possibly, if you can't give three hours, if you can just give an hour, whatever you can do, uh, it will be greatly appreciated and it, it will help us to, to get everything spruced up and looking good. How many of you got my letter about the building fund? Did you, did you see that? 
we're going to be talking more about that because, you know, now that we're, we're coming out of COVID and we're coming out of this thing and we've got our building refinanced and everything and, and God gave us favor and so that, that we're in good shape there. But, you know, there's some repairs. There's things that we need to do. I don't need to really, uh, you know, beat the horse on this thing. You look around, you know, it's an older building. We're so glad. We're so blessed to have it and everything but you know there are things that we want to do to improve and update it as we move along and I'll be letting you know more about that uh, in the future with some projects so stand up on your feet and let me just speak over you hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of the Lord how many of you got family members you're believing for good 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 boy we're going to see harvest we're going to see harvest time just with our family members. A harvest time. Wouldn't it be great to have, worship, have them worship here? Those that are in town, there may be some that are out of town, but, you know, they come into the kingdom here worshiping together. And, you know, here's the thing. There's nothing like new blood. You know what I mean? Remember, you remember when you first got saved? Oh, my goodness. Woo! I, I was dangerous. Man, I'd pray, for, I'd pray for anything. I'd pray for a broke washing machine. I mean, it didn't matter. I'd, yeah, I'd pray for anything. The cat, the dog, I mean, you know. You just, I mean, you know, you're just so appreciative of what God done. I mean, Jesus is so, I mean, it's just so good. I, I never knew it could be this good. You know, and it's something about that. When that comes in, it stirs up something in the rest of us. And all of a sudden, man, you, whoo, yeah, yeah, you know. And we're out there, you know, being nice and reserved like this. And they're all up here dancing and shouting and everything. Next thing you know, you're up here doing it. Remember when we used to do that? Remember when we used to worship? Boy, you was up front and you was, man. Something about when you get that fresh fire in here, amen. And man, they're excited. Young people are excited about God. They believe God can do anything. Amen. Man, I'm telling you. I remember, yeah. We got too comfortable, haven't we? We got to stir ourselves up, church. We got to stir ourselves up. He's still a supernatural God. We are a supernatural people. We live in a supernatural kingdom. Amen. I don't want to settle for the minimum. I want to go for the maximum. Don't you? Hallelujah. Just lift your hands. Hallelujah. Let's just worship God a moment. Father, we thank you. We do declare that you are the mighty God, the faithful God. You are the supernatural God. Nothing is impossible with you. Nothing is impossible with you. Father, we want to stir ourselves up afresh and anew. Father, as we're believing for household salvation, we're going to stir ourselves up. We want the fire of God to burn brightly within us again. Father, we want the faith of God to rise up, Father. Oh, Father, we want to begin to reach out like we did before, Lord, believing you for miracles, believing you for a harvest. Father, abandoning ourselves in worship to you, giving ourselves to prayer, giving ourselves to you wholeheartedly, 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 wholeheartedly to the faithful God. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We are yours and you are ours. 
All things are possible. All things are possible. Hallelujah. Now, Father, I speak your blessing over the people of Passion Church, those watching online. I declare that they are a supernatural people, born of a supernatural God, filled with the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. Father, they go into the world well-equipped. They go to work well-equipped. They are well able, O oh God, to fulfill your call and your purpose, O oh God. Miracles follow them. Supernatural working of God follows them. The blessing of God follows them. The favor of God follows them. Use them this week, O oh God, in a mighty way for your glory and for your honor and for your praise. In Jesus' name, and all the church said, amen, amen. God bless you. Have an awesome supernatural week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.